Oh, you, yeah. you want to you want to watch wrestling? <laughs> is what you want to do? You're trying to kick us well, out. I, so I feel I feel that the bullshit is better and more organic when we've had some time apart to be like, hey, really? yeah, rather than you know, hey, we just talk for two hours. You want to bullshit some I'm, more? I'm serious. Like you just want to watch wrestling? You <laughs> no. have... it's on WWE Network. It's on demand. It's on demand. Yeah. So you can watch it whenever. Yeah. So earlier when you're telling your wife that wrestling is on mm-hmm. it didn't really matter you're, see what you're doing you right here is you're manufacturing bullshit at well, this point to try and get so we don't have to do it midweek well i i, I don't know it, it scares me good Mid- midweek bullshit scares good. me midweek i bullshit. have a very regulated shit <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like about 10 minutes after i get to work that way the company pays for it Ugh. <laughs> you Gross. Do that? i'm gonna start off by talking about poop no <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so um van mobrels dave helps us talk about lost patrol we're gonna go super mellow oh okay. super mellow kind of it's kind of like a pouring one out for our homies for mm-hmm. all our dead scouts <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very hard game <laughs> we talk more about scouts and ebay price is right is back by by popular demand oh right okay. by popular demand <laughs> It's episode 28 of Mob Rules! jiggle it three times you're playing with it yeah. you could go easily blind that's right <laughs> welcome to mob rules episode 28 how you doing ted um you asked me that just as i'm drinking some that's, water <laughs> that's why i did it uh, mob rules of course your number one po- if if we as a podcast yeah. were a game i feel we would be a box game of stuff bundled together to get rid of it cheap oh yeah oh really yeah the, the podcast <laughs> well, i forgot it does stuff at the start again definitely not lost patrol Definitely <laughs> not. Um, uh, I, of course, am John, joined as hey, uh, water drinking Ted. Multiple Ted's. Uh, multiple Ted's. <laughs> and other Ted. And also today we are joined by Andy. Yeah, Andy. How are you doing, Andy? It's good to have you back. Yeah. Two it's, podcasts uh, in a row. No, no, good to be back. Use the, <laughs> use the accent we told you. Oh, right. It's good to be back as a gentleman farmer. <laughs> no, uh, we're, we're joined by Dave. He, he's, hey, he's not been here before. Um, but we're happy to have him. Um, today, we're going to be talking long. about scouts. Like yeah. Boy scouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing to do with Warhammer. <laughs> Mainly about, you know, programs so for young they men. They start off as an embryo. Oh, no, that's that's just making the the, the concept Whoa. ridiculous. You oh, have okay. Cub Scouts, Beaver Scouts. Yeah. So yeah they must come from somewhere, right? Yeah. Or like a tadpole or... I think it's a, called a whelp. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave was talking about it a lot earlier. You know saying hi from underneath dad's balls or something it's not like you were looking out from your dad's balls all right you you don't remember the changes that have happened from 77 (laughs) 75 you don't know what the city looked like no no 75 yeah (laughs) hang out there for a while so by the time that sperm got to action it was probably a little crystallis that explains a lot of things about you a year and a half worth old musty sperm a reddit shoebox (laughs) um so dave i guess as the newest member at the table here 
Uh, what have you been up to the past couple What's your weeks? genesis? Yeah, what's your what, genesis? What's your genesis? Who are you? Yeah. Why did you come to our podcast? Why should people care? Uh, All right, well... Pretend we didn't ask you to. <clears throat> in 86... <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. I got something for this. Way back in 1986, like you will find that I picked up my first white dwarf, followed by a package of squats. Now, I immediately threw those away because squats are stupid. <laughs> he now wishes he had kept it to sell on eBay in 2016. Had I known that when I known then, what I know now, I would have kept a lot more stuff from back then. <laughs> Their padded little armor. <laughs> uh, no, I started playing in 86 with, uh, with uh, Ted's good friend older brother uh we started with adeptus titanus his good friend older brother so first name older last name brother (laughs) okay he was a good friend he was a good friend uh got into titanicus and epic 40k followed by fantasy which if you listen to last podcast i had an undead army that they just shit upon and i went fuck this i'm playing 40k now and I played 40k until about uh, He was hitting on Warhammer Fantasy before it was cool with yeah. Age of Sigmar stuff. Hey, girl. Way back in the day. <laughs> uh, at 98, I stopped playing for a while. Uh, I got back in at about 2001 for about a couple years. I uh, met a couple people, and then I stopped playing again. And I got back. You're just like a, a habitual quitter, aren't you? I am. I give up the game. <laughs> well, I, I kind of run into real-life other stuff and just kind of stop. Mm-hmm. Um, like prison. The uh, the last army I had, I, I lent to my next door neighbor who got a divorce, moved away, and boxed it up in Kenai, and oh. now he now he's a long haul trucker in the lower forty eight. I'll never see it again. Oh, uh, so I started. Do you know which I, house it is? I don't. No, oh, I can't. Okay. I'm just gonna walk down there and start Why knocking not? on doors. Anybody got a giant uh, green uh, space marine army around here? No. Okay, I'll check next door. Next. <laughs> What's a space marine? Okay, <laughs> we're good here. Uh, so I got back in when my son, who turned uh, thirteen got into 40k and i wanted to start helping him understand it he did it of his own free will i was like oh really this is i thought you were smarter than that but okay (laughs) let's do this i guess if you don't ever want to meet girls this is the way to go because if you don't have money for drugs you can't buy them right (laughs) uh so i helped i helped him do stuff and i got kind of got the itch to build and paint which i really love doing so Mm. i um bought a couple boxes out at uh that uh, local friendly store uh fred meyer oh okay Uh, Started putting stuff together. All right. And uh, I've just been slowly building up. And then uh, some idiot started talking about this uh, Tale of Gamers thing. And so the next thing I know... Oh, that would... Yes, that guy. um, Next thing I know, I'm I'm running a... uh, Gamers Tale event, uh, <laughs> which is the loosest, the best event ever on the face of the planet. That's, uh, that's what I've been up to, just painting some, uh, painting some guys for that, building some stuff. Sweet. So that's what you've been doing the last couple of weeks. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. I think my favorite, uh, my favorite thing about the story there is it was uh, shorter than the music. So when what? I stopped it right there, it's like, oh, wow, that's like a segment. Next? No. Uh, um, Cut the commercials. So I know we talked a little bit last time about what Ted and I have been doing for that uh, Gamer's Tale. What, what, is, what have you been doing force-wise? Give us kind of a brief overview of your models. All right. So for uh, my theme on this one Should- was... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Was uh, I, I went off a story in uh, the short story book Deathwing, which I picked up simply to point out to uh, See, like I, your good I buddy Phil, based off of BFG. Have uh, you ever seen that movie, Big Friendly Giant? Yeah, yeah. big fucking goot. <laughs> um, no, he uh, he was talking. About, we, we were discussing uh, Deathwing and how Dark Angels used to be Native American in mm-hmm. the old. In the oh, story. right. 
That that blew his top. I don't it think did. he didn't realize it. He didn't. No, no. A lot of people didn't. I think like people started. We started having like a, a discussion about it, and a lot of people were like, "No, no, no." That's they're not uh, what were they saying? Like they were monks like, or something no. like that. Yeah, I think I found some like old pictures from like the yeah. Uh, Deathwing is totally based off <laughs> the, of like American Indians. Yeah, it was like but it was like this weird hodgepodge. Uh, it was like this weird hodgepodge mix where they Ted I think they, accidently yeah. unplugged his microphone. <laughs> right. Well, they mixed like what Native Americans and then uh, um, no, it was basically Native Americans at that point but, in time for that yeah, for that yeah. story. When you know the, the the guys return home in their Terminator armor and uh-huh. they they find out the Gene Steelers have everything just wrecked, so they go all they paint it all white and. Mm-hmm. Go I, I really want to see like a Deathwing dude standing beside a, a, a pile of uh, like a Thunderhawk flies by and just this trash is ejected out the compactor and a single Deathwing Terminator turns around and a tear goes down. <laughs> <laughs> so well, they just I went out and picked that, that book up out of one of our local used bookstores uh, because I wanted to reread that story. Okay, in Coco that title book, wave books. What's that? Coco Title Wave Books, right? I don't know what you're they talking about. They right haven't now. paid me anything, no. so. Well, my endorsement so, is either Jiggle the Balls or, uh, you know. Crank the Shaft. And I've seen the people that work there, and I'd rather have cash. Uh, so, yeah, so the second story in the book is by uh, Dan Abnett. Uh-huh. And it is about a. Writer of the Ultramarines movie. Right. Fantastic Your favorite writer. writer. Uh, no, and it's, a, it's, a, it's about a. He is a guy. fantastic writer, by the way. I just wanted really to is. <laughs> he is. His, books, his books are great. But uh, so he goes, uh, it's, a, not, it's not an inquisitor, but a researcher, if you will, goes to a planet to talk to uh, a retired major or colonel or something along those lines to figure out, because uh, there's a plague going on in X system right now and they can't handle it. They don't know what's going on, but it bears a striking resemblance to plague Y that happened before the, this guy cured. So they get there, and he turns out it turns out it's a serious, insane asylum. The guy's blinded himself. He's trying to talk to him. Was he masturbating? I heard that's one well, way to do it. One way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's I've been working on well, blinding yourself. <laughs> I've actually uh, done it to the point where I'm deaf, but I haven't. Huh? Yeah. Bl- what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ted. The mic's over here. Keep, <laughs> this way. Uh, so yeah. So he gets, he gets there. He's in, he's interrogating the guy. The guy doesn't want to tell him about it because basically, it, every time he talks about it, it brings the the bad stuff hat closer. So it turns out that uh, one of the Doom Eagles, an apothecary uh, that was on this planet with the Imperial Guard, 20 Doom Eagles with an apothecary, the apothecary was infected with a Nurgle plague mm. and was spreading it. And it's just, and he figured it out by seeing the pus um, pockets on the guy's neck mm-hmm. and kills him. And could be a water blister, but could have been, could have been <laughs> we'll except that the plague ended the moment the apothecary died. So, that that's a pretty heavy like bet. It's like you either have a perfectly normal scab, or the yeah. entire world will be cured if I shoot you. So, so <laughs> in the world of the forty uh, second first millennia, well, he didn't. You know, well, he was a commissar, to... so he wasn't trying to kill him immediately. Friggin' anyway. Obamacare lost into the forty first millennium. <laughs> Boom. That's not really a good joke. Stay away from politics. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so my my take on my army for this was I'm doing Chaos Space Marines. However, I'm doing Chaos Space Marines that literally don't think they're Chaos Space Marines because the apothecary in this particular story, which uh, in the fluff that I wrote up, you know, it, it took in some had his mask removed and took in some some spores and basically got infected and started trying to cure this plague that was happening. Mm-hmm. Inoculated his fellow battle brothers with. Uh, the air quoting the uh, Dave is using air quotations uh, inoculating them with uh, the serum to, to protect them okay. against it 
and then they virus bomb the planet from the battle barge because they couldn't, you know, stop the plague. And they go back to their citadel where he continues to inoculate everybody else, converting them all slowly over. <laughs> He's patient zero. And, he, you know, <laughs> and that's how AIDS spread. <laughs> right. You know? So he goes from, you know, being just a normal in, in my fluff, the way I wrote it, in, you know, it's just three or four paragraphs. But he goes from being apothecary brother so-and-so to apothecary lord to plague lord and in, in the way he's addressing to himself is he's slowly converting. But so if you ever miss, like uh, you're doing write ups now, I see, right? I'm trying to, yeah, yeah okay. do some. So in the future, if you ever miss one, I'm gonna write like the missing link story, which talks about him fucking a monkey and where he gets in the first place. <laughs> like, <laughs> that explains the. Well, you'll never see them because I won't post them to the internet. So <laughs> you better hurry. <laughs> and then there'll be the bathhouse in the well, battle barge. You know, but I, I wasn't even. Going <laughs> or he to... infects. He inoculates. <laughs> you know, I, I was his cough. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even going to write up fluff. Uh, you know, I just had it in my head and what the reason I had it and what it was going. But mm-hmm. I had to come up with a name for the guy because somebody was calling him uh, apothecary. Can't hit shit. Uh, <laughs> And I, I couldn't have that stick. I, I so. believe it was pronounced Canthishit. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Though Canthishit is pretty good for an apothecary. <laughs> it's all where great. the punctuation's at. We en- we ended the plague right there. Yeah. <laughs> Just a small handful of tech marines. <laughs> Three three regular tech guys just sitting there. This guy can't hit shit. We can't hit him either for some reason. Half the world away, Dan Abnett smiles. <laughs> My story is intact. Uh, yeah, so, Dan, if you want to use this uh, as a jumping off point for a book, uh, you can make checks payable to uh, Mob Rules. Uh, that's spelled C-A-S-H. C-A-S-H. It's British. Yeah. It's weird I don't remember that. Super weird. Um, Ted, what what's you been up to? Oh, uh, doing a commission work. I did a whole bunch of uh, worm hordes. Um, I feel like I'm just like stopping the party. Like there's all these dick jokes and I like to talk about worm hordes. Um, um, they're they're all dicks. People who play worm hordes, oh, right? Yeah. So that you're, it's it's a joke that they play. <laughs> Uh, it was kind of neat. Like I play, I, I put together this like legion. I have no idea how this game works. Like I, I've had people tell me that there's no dice and they just that it's really I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe you're just playing as really shitty opponents. I, like, do I roll for this? It. No, you just straight up lose. There's yeah. no dice. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this friend growing up um, uh, that used to actually like when second edition came out, Bothell. Um, oh. <laughs> when it came out, he he borrowed my books, never returned them. So actually, that was I, I quit playing 40k when Bothell uh, bar- perpetually borrowed my uh, second edition books. I'm like, well, fuck this. As it, but he taught me how to play after he uh, borrowed them, and it was stuff like that. It was like, oh yeah, I reroll all this and da, 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 and I can bring the Harlequins kisses. They, they just kill all your Terminators. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Speaking of uh, second party models, uh, I don't think those guys ever bought a model. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think they missed their own. But so anyway, um, War Machine, uh, I, it was, they have this big dragon thing. So I had to do like 24 guys and then this large centerpiece. It was um, uh, this dragon and archangel, legion or archangel, legion of Everblight or something like that. Anyway, it has it's it's probably the size of like a a, a flying hive tyrant, maybe maybe just a little bit bigger. Um, but it's supposed to be a centerpiece, and so I had to paint it in such a way that you know, I looking at his paint scheme and then looking at the model, and I mean, it has like, those ginormous wings, and like, what do you do with ginormous wings to make them a centerpiece model? Like, it's a big tarp, you know, mm-hmm. like with some sticks sticking through it. So, um, but I kind of tried my hand at like trying to get the uh, do some like micro texturing uh, and stuff. So you're just trying to get like slight 
uh, shades in there, get the veins, pull out the veins, and the little squigglies. Um, but it turned out really good. I was really happy with it. Although at one point I went to spray them and the uh, it was really humid out and I painted them white after I was done with my clear coat. <laughs> so I had to go back and try to fix the, the frosting. So, um, and I'm usually really good about this. When you go to clear coat, make sure you check the humid the humidity in your area. If it's raining, bad idea. Don't do it. See, and that's one reason I've never sealed my models is I've never, ever had luck with it. And it's just there's me something either. for me where, okay, so there's one I spent a long time painting up like a um, Colexus Assassin, an old mm. school metal one I got. I, I loved how it turned out. It looked great. I was able to actually highlight it well. Yeah. And then I went to clear coat it and it turned white. Yeah. So the humidity is a big thing. Like that really was. It was like the day, you know, if I did it the day before, it would have been fine. But the next day it was raining. Uh, There's a high humidity level. Like right now would probably not be a good time to do it. Um, and Because uh, we're recording, it would be rude <laughs> yeah, to get away from the table. To, uh... Also, it's pretty steamy and. In here as well. So fucked up on aerosol. It'd be great. Yeah. The podcast would be like twice as good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it just it just wouldn't work out. But for the most part, it's I usually have uh, good luck with it. But it was just like that day, I just got a little too eager and had to go back and do some touch ups. And I also uh, painted my. Um, I had I was just finishing up the Derrido uh, dread. Oh, um, the Dorito dread. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you mispronounced it. There. <laughs> Sorry, this, I had I had the uh, cooler ranch Dorito dread. Um, and uh, the arms, I just finished the arms and it knows being as that it's iron hands, um, and they're half black, uh, they, they turned all white. So <laughs> it was really tragic. So I kept like, I went online to see like what other people do. And some people, one guy was saying, if you take like a soft, uh, uh, toothbrush and just like rub it, you can get some of that, uh, that sheen of that, the, 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 the mat off. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person was saying, use like a gloss coat and then you can do a dull coat on top of that. And then that'll kick it down. Um, I actually did that. I, I fixed some of his models that way. So it actually, it, it worked out. Um, the Derrido, or the Cooler Ranch Dorito Dread did not work out so well. I didn't know what you were talking about. That was another war machine you <laughs> needed like, to clarify. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think I have to strip it. I'm just going to get the, the rubbing alcohol. Did um, you see those. the new arms for the Dorito Dread? Oh, the heavy of, Laz? Yeah, coming out of uh, Forge World Weekender. Oh. That's gonna be sexy. Yeah, Strength ten AP two. What was the? They had some other rule to them too, didn't it? It was fuck upener. I think <laughs> the fuck upening. But no, they look awesome. Um, and I love the fact that each gun coming out for the Dorito is getting bigger and more ridiculous. Oh yeah. <laughs> so eventually, I expect to see like Titan arms just pinned to it and just a <laughs> tiny little chassis in the center. I'm really excited about that knight Come that's coming at out. Come me, bro. Um, with the uh, the turbo lasers, the, the yeah. knight with the two turbo lasers, or whatever they are. That, that can add to your growing collection of knights. Yeah, that I. I tried to sell on eBay and <laughs> did you? I, tr- I tried to. I, I put it up there for five hundred bucks. Like this is like a month or two ago, um, and I had like a couple watchers, and then it didn't sell. And then I put it up at four hundred dollars and got even fewer watchers, and then that was it. Like nobody bought it. So you get twenty bucks. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like it's totally worth it. Well, I have to buy a completely different rule book to use it. So you got to oh. think of my situation. And, and I'd probably have to. You'd probably have to strip it down. Right, I have to strip it down. <laughs> you would need to strip it off and have you. He could commission you to repaint it and. Fit his army. Yeah. I was actually, and I just wouldn't. Have played with it <laughs> oh, I kind of so, like a long time ago. I used to like paint up, like I'd put together an army, uh, and then I would sell it on eBay. Like that's kind of how like I made my 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 rent and everything. And um, it was you know every two months I'd be selling off an entire army and just kind of bank it, buy new stuff, and 
Um, but yeah, it seems like the market has really changed to where like it's harder to do that, where you just like put together an army or like parts of an army, sell it. Um, and but now it seems like it's almost in the commission work because I think like when we were doing like prices right a while back. You know, like, the commission work was really expensive. It was $300 to paint a knight or whatever. But then if I sell a knight for, like, twice the value... Yeah, but you're not actually it. seeing the commission, what they're actually paying for. You're just seeing what they're asking for on eBay yeah. for commission. Like, hey, That's... $1,500 to paint a, a Titan. Okay, well, how many Titans have you painted? Go to my page and take a look. Oh, mm-hmm. the answer to that is zero. So clearly you've sold, <laughs> you know, none. But Yeah, well, I'd be curious to see. Like, I mean, there's so many of those people up there, and maybe they're all just hopeful and nobody actually does anything. But I think part of it is also, you know, we had a, a guy on our Facebook uh, forum selling off his knights. They were amazingly well done, like mm-hmm. better than, you know, the vast majority of people. Uh, uh, Isaac. So he had like a Mechanicum uh, set, but it was a paint scheme that nobody would be, I mean, people don't use, like he, he kind of created his own scheme. Um, and you know, like I, I, there's very few people in town that would have been able to like match it like for quality. And, um, but I think that it was like the fact or that weathering it, ability, yeah, <laughs> weathering, but like, you know, hardly anybody would be able to, or I think that it was so specific that you alienate the vast majority of your market. And so people were like, dude, come down on the price. Um, and actually, no, his price. No, I take the back. No, his price was good. His price was I was saying good. he should bring his price up because he was selling it like at and, cost. And we were all saying no, his price is probably good because that's a super specific. And it wasn't yeah. so much that it was a super was specific a, scheme. Mechanicum Sicarius. It was right. that it was a difficult scheme for maybe others not quite at his level to replicate. And nobody had that army, so you'd basically yeah. be starting a new army if you right. got it. So. You know, a lot of people were, and I think, like, in a way, like, the Facebook forum is almost, like, for bargain hunters, not necessarily people looking for, like, quality stuff. So, oh, I have some quality stuff off of the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you can get some, yeah. some, some guys dig through their sheds occasionally yeah. and come up with uh, really weird old stuff that so, some people jump on and go, oh, I'll take that. So Perhaps guy, I'm using the word quality differently. <laughs> some guy buys some other guy's Gorka Morka stuff whenever he finds more in his shed. <laughs> a a different order. kind of quality. <laughs> oh, so, man, I missed that game so much. It, and now we brought it up again. Yeah. Well, there's talk of, I think Ramon was going to rock that as soon as Necromunda's done. So he might Yeah, we've been talking about it for like over a year. Yeah. But then, you know how flaky I am and my work schedule. I'm like, I was debating yeah. whether or not to say that much. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I think like the whole point all that to, to all that is that it's I think it's harder for people to sell on Facebook. Like if you have a specific faction night, like uh, well in this case a night or you know wherever maybe if I was selling a Thunderhawk and it's like hey here's my Night Lord Thunderhawk and try to sell it on eBay, I probably wouldn't fetch as much because people would. Like, well, I don't, I don't have a play I don't play Night Lords. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you've got to go, if you're going to do commission stuff and try to sell it on eBay, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, in the grand scheme of things, you really need to be going for what people are doing, like yeah. Blood Angels or Dark Angels or, I don't know, uh, Space, what are they, Space Puppies. Puppies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was, I think, like when I was doing, uh, j- just selling armies on there, you know, it was, I definitely found that to be the case with like a Space Marine chapter that was, you know, first off, I, I tried selling my Tau on there and I tried selling Orcs. Like, I, I, I took my. I was like, oh, I'm fucking done with orcs. Um, I, I lo- you're never done with orcs. <laughs> well, I split it into three parts and tried to sell like one batch at a time and just lost my shirt on it. So like, fuck that. I'm, this is gonna be like the the biggest thing I regret ever. Um, not the 13 kids in four different states, but uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> two of which you claim is is maybe partially <laughs> great tax credit. Um, but anyway, so so yeah, going for something like the Space Marines went sold for about triple what anything else would do. It's just simply because most people play Space Marines. So, so there's some truth to that. Also, I think that it, with the uh, the Forge World stuff, like people are 
in China are selling them for half the price and you know double the mold lines <laughs> double the mold lines and you know like their cost of living is a lot lower so they could probably charge a lot less for uh, painting yeah, and I, it's good it's good generally good looking stuff every time i go on ebay and i see a red background i know it's from china yeah. i'm gonna look at it just to see or, how much or a tile floor background oh <laughs> uh, bad influence tata he keeps sending me links um for for because i kept on saying i wanted to hire duel because uh, I have mm. all the other ones, so I might as well get that mm. one too. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all I was, uh, I was like, uh, Tata, this uh, Haradul is uh, sixty dollars, and it's like, yeah, yeah, super cheap. I'm like, yeah, it usually sells for like two hundred, and this is a buy it now price. <laughs> wow, like, this might not be legit. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, personally, myself, moving on. Uh, I've been working on my unit for the the whole gamer's tale thing going on. Uh, I have a. A unit of scouts that I assembled and painted. I think in a day. Oh wow! Yeah, I think I, I just kind of was Dang like, well, yeah, I'm just gonna do it and get it out because you know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, the only and you th- even started on the next session too. No, I did. This is, <laughs> that, that is for something different. I'll talk about <laughs> okay. in a second here. Um, with the scouts, the only thing I did differently than what I usually do is I actually um, primed them black. Oh. Whereas for all my imperial fists, so I, a little deeper I, color. I primed them white, and then I'm like, oh god, I have so many gaps going in fill. Mm. Um, but it's mainly because I don't want to paint mass yellow over black just so I can not have any shadows, which just mm-hmm. seems like a giant pain in the ass. Um, I wanted to, because the scouts are mainly like grays and beige, like, you know, there's very little fuchsia. actual yellow to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the fuchsia underpants is <laughs> super important. It's uh, a little lace sticking out. I, I, I did it that way. So I, I made and, and built and put five uh, sniper scouts up there. Oh, cool. Um, and so, yeah, that that's me done. And I think next period I'm going to do the same so, thing so again. What do you, so painting over black with yellow wasn't a big deal? No, no. So what I do... I, I forgot. Did you say that you were airbrushing it or not? No, no. Okay. So uh, it's prime black and then I put it on brown where mm-hmm. it goes yellow. Okay. And then I put my yellow on top of the brown. How many layers of yellow before you get it Just to one. the center of the... Okay. Well, because I, I do multiple. So, like, if I don't get clear coverage on that first coat of yellow, um, I because I do my little kind of orange-reddish wash over it mm-hmm. to get in the, the crevices, I know I have to go back over it again anyway. Okay. So that first pass-through, I don't really worry super hugely about it being perfect. Mm. Um, and then usually when I'm doing the, the kind of the touch-ups and then the, the highlighting of the yellow, it comes up fine. Mm. Well, I think so... For, for my tabletop quality Marines, which is <laughs> what I'm calling them yeah. now, then it, then it comes out good. Oh, cool. Um, and then I got bullied into a 30K Apocalypse game at Battle Brothers. <laughs> you got bullied into it. Yeah. So, How uh, did that happen? <laughs> uh, we, you know, of the couple of uh, conventions we have coming up here, Alaska Battle Brothers is, is mm-hmm. one of them. Um, they had a guy, they're, they're having a, a three-person outside um, 30K Apocalypse Battle, 3,500 points each. Um, and someone dropped out or was unable to do it. So, like, hey, hey, John, you should do it. You should do it. I'm like, oh, okay. I- I'm not painting 3,500 points in three months. Uh-huh. Um, Come but on. Then I eventually did uh, agree to. So I started to get that assembled. So today I assembled uh, 30 Bolter Marines. Wow. Um, well, partially assembled. So the like, I think I talked to you about this before. Ted, the bolt guns aren't attached. Um, right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be priming those black because okay. I, I hate painting white on black. There's okay. like literally nothing I would rather not do. Um, and then the the backpacks aren't attached. <laughs> Try out like a, this flood of different things that I'd rather oh, do. Than... Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's literally thousands of things I would rather do than paint black right on white. Okay. So there are things that you. Okay. All right. Yeah. So butt sex with a rusty uh, 
bath in a robot with a bath yeah. in a bathroom. Less <laughs> painful than painting black over white. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, cool. I'm just kind of starting to get everything assembled. I bought a new airbrush a couple weeks ago. Brad, what'd uh, so you get? That came, I got the Sotar 2020. Oh, cool. Uh, that was going for its usual Amazon special price. So, yeah, so nice. Yeah, so I picked that up, and and I think my goal is to assemble all the 30k stuff, and then just spend a day with an airbrush, just mm. spraying yellow until yeah. I don't want to see yellow anymore. So um, another thought was, I know Zenithal painting, um, where you 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 paint something black, and then you take white real quick and like hit the highlights, and then it's like appreciating, mm-hmm. and then you're able to go back on top oh. of it. That might not be a bad way to go too. Is like do your your black uh, primer. And then go in, touch up all the little details that you could that you didn't hit with the um, with the primer mm-hmm. uh, with your you know, black paint, and then uh, on top of that, like once that's all done, take your white paint, like shoot it from up top, so you get the the highlights. Yeah, um, and that might make it a little bit easier when you hit the yellow too. And then you're still using white, but then all the crevices are filled with black. Yeah, so, well, I'm gonna have to test it out and see yeah. see how that comes out. I never thought of doing that. Just thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> or or alternatively, just spray yellow across the whole thing. Take a brush and go. Uh, that's the gun. That's the gun. That's the gun. It's that, 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 that's only two colors. I need three colors. Uh, essentially, purity as, seals on everything. <laughs> aside, aside from my Fire Raptor, which is ninety percent painted and assembled, mm-hmm. um, nothing else was painted or assembled. Just so, thought on me how silly like a purity seal on your ankle is. Yeah. Anybody ever think of that? You're just, I, you're I, I know, none of my Marines have purity seals. I, I feel. Anyway. I, I feel that the the servitor going to put the seal on the shoulder slipped. <laughs> and, and like boom smacked it slipping. down <laughs> smacked it down and it's like oh shit it's sealed on and it says you're, you're good you're pure I don't know purity seals are like tattoos okay so you, obviously the marine walked up <laughs> whipped up his leg slapped it on the table and was like give me a butterfly right there and he's like for the emperor protect you <laughs> so now are you going to start putting purity seals like on the I back I was going like to say <laughs> I really, really want to have one hey, of hey, my... Hey, what does your purity seal say? <laughs> it's Japanese. It means peace. So so now there's going to be a single 30K Marine who has a purity seal tramp stamp. <laughs> oh, when, when I was younger and Winging less doughy... Oh, yeah. So when I was younger and less doughy, uh, I used to get, like, cougars, like, asking me... They would see my piercings and be like, so where else you been pierced? And that would be a great place. You, you know, have like, a vagina. Where else do you have purity seals? I love you this know? story where you said cougars. <laughs> yeah. I think you meant bears. <laughs> well, that was when I moved back to Alaska. Why is everyone, Whoa. like... Why is every group oh, named what? after an animal? That's what I don't get. Cougars predatory animal. Bears. Oh, predatory. Chicken animal. hawk. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Gotta watch out for those chicken hogs. <laughs> I worked with this one guy who was a um, he was a judge. He was a gay judge, but he would always like tell you how he's uh, picking up on younger gay guys, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm a chicken hog." Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> Good for you. I'm too old. Today I learned chicken hog. Yeah, means old judge picking <laughs> up on the young yeah. <laughs> old gay judge is a chicken hog. <laughs> I'm giving you five to eight years, inches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's a good point to stop. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> the only reason it stopped was the prison association was upset. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be right back after this quick break. We're going to talk about Lost Patrol. Ooh. We found it. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, mystery solved. It's under the yeah, box top. Let's get rid of it. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> to play anymore. Fear consumed my every waking moment. It wasn't rational, but there it was, ruining my life. Then one day I came across a book called How to Be a Cheating Asshole. From the very first chapter, it helped me to confront my fear head-on. In a world filled with easy answers and cheap solutions, how to be a cheating asshole 
showed me that the way out of my despair was to use loaded dice and not declare what I'm rolling. Its message was so strong and so real that it put me on the road to a happier, more fulfilling life. And it made my fear a part of my past. Stop by your local retailer now for a copy of How to Be a Cheating Asshole. Also available in audiobook, read by somebody who only sounds like Donald Trump. Vibe up there. Yeah. Woo. Uh... So Lost, up. Lost Patrol. Up. Lost Patrol. So, a re-release. Oh, right. Coming out here. What was it, 2000 or 2001? Uh, it was... Uh, no, I don't know. Okay, so it was a re-release. Lost, Lost Patrol existed... What, no, wait. That was one of the Space Hulk expansions that had the uh, the Hulk. So the, uh, the Scouts were originally, I think, uh, in, introduced in Advanced Space Crusade. Which came out, oh, I think, right. in ninety two. Yes. With the it was Scouts versus uh, Tyranids, the the first and that Tyranids was the first time Warriors. Mm-hmm. And I think at the time, I remember, like, I, they, they had that set came out, and that was with Milton Bradley. But then I think they released it later on as Tyranid Attack, and I think they also you could just buy a box set with the Tyranids and the Scouts in it, and that's I bought that one. You could buy you could buy either I think it was singles. You uh, either bought because you wanted to expand your force yeah. for that. Originally, I think it came as a bundle, and then they I think they did do singles yeah. as well. They definitely did singles as well. Um, but uh, yeah, what was the deal? what was the deal with that? So that, those are the blousies. The, the blousy scouts were great. The, the ones with the mohawks that look like they they rolled out of a David Bowie video back in the day. <laughs> in the nineties, oh, I love the heavy bolter. Like the heavy bolter was so cool. Like it looked like a ghetto blaster. Like the way he was holding it, like up on his shoulder, big boxy thing. That's the way all of them were held back in the day. <laughs> I know, but it was just like that one in particular looked like a space age like ghetto blaster. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, released in two thousand by okay. Jake Thornton, a former White uh-huh. Dwarf editor. Cool uh, and and games designer, I would say for Games Workshop. I'd be curious to see like how that one played because I I I was working for because it was 2000, so I think that was like right after I left the comic book shop in the game store. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I I never heard of it until this game came out. Uh, I'm looking at it here. He actually has a website, okay, uh, as everyone does. He kept a living FAQ going over the rules pretty much to this day. Really, there's rules really? for adding sniper scouts to the original game. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of interaction kind of with, with the people of that. But huh. it seems to have kind of a little cult following. Um, Lost Patrol. The old one or the? The new, uh, uh, both of them, I would assume. Okay. I would assume the old one more because this one didn't really seem to set the world on fire. Um, but Lost Patrol is about our kind of, our, our and giggle along with me, people, titular scouts um, <laughs> who are a Lost Patrol on a That's jungle silly. world uh, beset on all sides by gene stealers. Um Silly scouts, always getting Silly into scouts. trouble like that. <laughs> Starting in the middle of the jungle, they have to kind of spread out and, and find a drop pod so they can get the fuck off of there mm. and, and survive. You know, I kind of look at, now that you mention it, I've been trying to figure out like how gene stealers work into a jungle world. It seems to me like, you know, they're kind of the forward centuries, right, of the Tyranids. They kind of go in, do their thing, try to infect a cult yeah, or that, whatever. That sounds and then, right. And then with, the, with this, you know, like what if it's so infested by gene stealers... Like, how did they get there? Like, how did they get, like, a fleet of gene stealers there? Typically, it's, like, one or two that kind of stow away on a Hulk until they get to where they're going. Yeah, but and they get off the... So they get off the Hulk, and then they start infecting the... They, you know, in... in uh, They alien down the yeah. throat with the, <laughs> and turn people... They turn people into them using psychic yeah. and other abilities. And, and they, that's how they expand. That's how right. the cults expand and sure. take more worlds. But well, in this case, in the original, world. In the original game, it wasn't gene stealers. Oh, okay. It was, uh, quote-unquote, lurkers. Oh, okay. Because it wasn't a GW property at the time. No, or? it was. It was absolutely a GW property at the time. Yeah, lurkers were in Road Trader. It was. Those are the ones with the uh, 
weird tentacly yeah. Cthulhu looking faces. Oh, so you mean modern gene stealers? Well, it became. <laughs> oh, wasn't that right? What did the lurkers look like? Anyway, no, no, I think that's what they were. But actually. but then I, I now I think like discussing it, like it almost seems like the genie stealers are like mosquitoes, you know, in a way in this game, you know, like they're they're kind of sitting there like crap. Well, we went to this like this dead world where we can't really infect anything and turn it into our. We're just we keep sleeping in, until we a keep scout in, walks by, infecting like uh, uh, guinea pigs, and that doesn't really turn into anything menacing or awesome. That we can I disagree <laughs> completely. I would think uh, a four armed claw, giant claw wheeling purple <laughs> guinea pig would be very terrifying. So now they're just like laying in the cut, waiting to uh, infect. A, a human so they could start their cult well it's kind of kind of quote the the designer in this one here um the lurkers were based on the old horror movie principle that things are usually scarier if you don't see them clearly having them as a barely seen teeth and glowing eyes allows everyone to imagine them as scary in a way oh. that would be far less effective if there were models mm-hmm. so just counters scary okay. as counters but, but counters nonetheless um okay i didn't play this game this, this was <clears throat> kind of during my my, you know, everyone has their their time away from the home before they come back. Um, but yeah, we sat today and we played a few rounds of the new quite one. a few rounds, quite a few <laughs> rounds, kind of trying to get into it there. Um, and after we read the rules after playing the first round, uh, yeah. we went much faster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> death came much faster. Ted, uh, what, what's your thoughts on the the 2016 version of the game? So, uh, as a comparison, I couldn't, but um, just as a standalone, I think that. You know, we played quite a few rounds. Um, initially, like, you know, the first few, you know, I, I I was playing the Genie Stealers, so naturally I made the rules differently so that I would win more efficiently. Uh, <laughs> but I think that, that there were some just some mis- uh, considerations. And then, but I think, like, once we got the rules down, it was pretty obvious that no matter what, like, I, I think that the, what did we play, like, seven games or something? Yeah. Um, the Space Marines never won. Yeah. And I think the last game we played, um, we ended up having to, we ended up modifying the rule. A bit like so how to try you to make it a little easier for the marine. So going, so the way you do it is you have your centerpiece tile. And you put your five marines on it. Um, when they shoot, the, typically there's only like two, three kinds of people. You either have like your trooper, your sergeant, and your heavy weapons guy. And no matter what heavy weapon it is, it's all the same. No matter what weapon you give your uh, guys, it's all the same. Your sergeant's special weapon doesn't do anything special. It's really highly simplified. You're moving by tiles. The uh, everybody's moving by tiles and. Um, so you're just trying to get to the, the very last tile, which is a, uh, drop pod. And that's how you get off the planet or get to your, you know, whatever it is you get evacuated there. Um, but that's a problem when you're going through, you know, what was it like 28 tiles? I think it's 28 tiles or something like that. Yeah. Um, or 27. Uh, and so if anybody gets, uh, any of your scouts get, um, separated enough, like they have, I'm not going to go into the criteria for that, but if you get separated enough, you have to pull the scouts. Um, but if you don't see tiles, uh, I think there's also another criteria. So you have to, if you're within two spaces of being able to see a tile, it remains. But if you ever get to the point where you're more than two spaces away from being able to see it, you pull the tile off and now all of a sudden gene stealers can attack you closer. So now gene stealers come in at the endpoints of, of uh, pathways. Um, so it becomes really easy to assault. So you have, Gene Stealers do not have to abide by the paths where Space Marines do. Uh, you can only have three guys on a, a tile. Uh, if you ever get pushed into uh, your enemy, they die. If there's not enough space and you get pushed into a tile, then whoever can't fit there dies. <laughs> it's just, if you ever get to the point where your Space Marines are in a loop, they're dead. You lose the game. So there's just like a lot of... And you could just get killed, <laughs> which happened more than anything. There's uh, only one way to win, and that's to get to the drop pod, which... Uh... 
looks wrecked as heck, by the way, on the tile. I was like, I don't know how they're going to fly that away. But, uh, <laughs> MacGyver it. <laughs> but yeah, you're just... we. I played the first two games as scouts, and uh, the first game, we t- Ted was shuffling tiles that you remove away back into the deck, yeah. with the uh, last tile in the deck being the, hey, here's the drop pod. Mm-hmm. So we played for about, what, 20 minutes before I went, dude, I'm never going to find the drop yeah. pod, because as uh, soon as the other tiles like come off, he was shuffling back in. I was like, this is, dude, I can't, how do you, this can't be right. right. So, you know, then we figured out that the, you, you find the drop pod, uh, by having it be the last tile and nothing gets shuffled back in it's like okay that makes yeah. more sense so you just weed through all the tiles yeah. you have to survive to weed through all the tiles and uh, and I didn't even come close to winning and then uh, John played and Ted somehow managed to lay out some sort of super highway it was like eight tiles straight away it just it kept <laughs> just laying out and just burned through the tiles I'm like well that's fun well, for me, it was very fun, even though I didn't win. Because that's um, part of the mechanic, is that like, once you put down a tile, so the genius of the player put down a tile, and as long as you can see through it, if there's a curve, you can't see around it. But if there's a, a straightaway, you keep laying down tiles until there's a blocked a block line of sight, right? And that's, yeah, so that's how you burn through tiles. Anyway, you're going to... Um, I was going to say, uh, the, the game, when you're playing as the Space Marines, is extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something you know that was true in the original edition. Something that's true in this new edition. It was something that was honestly designed that way um, okay. through interviews. Um, Jake Horn has said that it's meant to be. They're on a death world. They are the last of their thing. It's not meant to be easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my just concern with it is, man, was it really, really, really hard? Yeah. Um, like I said, we played a whole bunch of games today, but really close to ten. And not a single Marine win in all of them. Yeah. Um, it was a little bumming out, kind of. Uh, I think it turned, for me anyway, less of uh, will my, my guys get to the draw pod to escape rather than will I last longer than Dave? Or, <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> will I actually pull the pod? Um, but it does a very good job of kind of showing uh, a unit in a death world, kind mm-hmm. of moving about. Um, everything's changing. Everything's there to kill you. I, I did enjoy the kind of the hex tiles and, and that ability to remove uh, the jungle behind you. And then you know if you walk backwards again, it's completely different. Yeah, it does do a very good job of yeah. of showing that. Um, what did we feel playing as the gene stealers when we're replacing the tiles and doing all the kinds of stuff? I felt that it was, you know, like there were a lot of times where I'd like play softball. I think, you know, when it got to the point, like I think that at one point uh, John was the closest to winning. I think you were able to sh- uh, reveal uh, the uh, drop pod, and you were like right there. There was a guy, right? Was you it? were the closest to winning when we played the last game where we changed, put the tile in the middle. Oh, but when we go it. by just know. the regular yeah. proper rules without us cheating, that I was. Well, the that's not cheating. Now. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I think that honestly, I think that. John was just because he had a guy right next. Well, okay, no, you're right. I had a guy right next to him. Yeah. So I guess we're about. I mean, I but, killed him immediately. But, but there was a there was a point where now I think like the problem is like all right, you can the gene stealers get three actions. They can either put down um, a new gene stealer at the end of a path that can't be seen, um, or they just say at the end of a path. Which yeah, they say the end of a path they can't be seen. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, think, and then then I think they need to be not seen. In, for there's a truly work. infestations so you put down a place that basically creates like a, a little gateway for you to just pop guys out so it could be like right next to the the space range and they could start popping out that turn um and then i think the the last one is move and there's different ways you can do that you can either move like one guy up to three two guys that are together up to two or three guys that are together up to one space um and then after that you get a free assault and i think that becomes really problematic because 
you know, unless you time everything just right, your your Space Marine Scout is popping up. Like, you know, they, they might be at the end of their move, which I think was the case with you and I, um, where, you know, we run around the corner, like the drop site or the drop, uh, drop pod pops up. And then you're sitting there staring at it. And now all of a sudden the Gene Stealer player can put down three Gene Stealers right there. And they get to assault at the end of the turn, which is a free thing. And that might be something else to change too, maybe when we modify I mean, rules. I, I feel to modify it to make it really work. I think the game as is is fine, but Gene Stealers should not be able to spawn on the drop pod. Yeah, that's that, that's kind of yeah. cheesy. Because, I, I think, mean, in the grand scheme of things, I didn't have to spawn on the drop pod against Ted. I could have spawned on the exact opposite side and got the exact same effect, however, because he he spawned it on a Y, and, the, you know, I would have still been able to assault you. Yeah, but for mine, where when I was playing Ted, I managed to spawn the drop pod at the end of a windy path. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. And you knew what it was going to be at that point, because I don't think we were doing the modified. So I think, the, no, like... Yeah, because was, I only had one It was the last tile, yeah. yeah. And I think with, with mine, it was random. So I think, like, so one, I guess per, perhaps a strategy might be in the future, you know, like we, if you're, if you still have one movement, you know, the next thing, you know, if you have two movement and you know that it's coming up in two tiles or whatever, maybe you want to save that movement so you can just bum rush in there versus me, like, putting down three gene stealers. Of course, like, <laughs> it'd be really hard anyway because I could potentially bring in three gene stealers and assault you the next turn. And I think, like, the way the, that, that mechanic works is, um, you know, with you have you roll a dice basically to see if you win or lose the combat. One dice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you, if you have one guy and it gets assaulted by uh, gene stealers, uh, you have to beat the gene stealers threat rating or whatever their assault rating. Uh, the th this the uh, the assault rating is two for every gene stealer you have. So if you assault with one, you have to beat a two. If you assault with two, you have to beat a four, and then a six. If you have one guy, if you only have one guy, he's at negative one. So already on his die roll. So, you know, if I have six uh, gene stealers, you can't win. You can't tie. <laughs> yeah, you if you have two guys, now that modifier is gone. If you have a sergeant, you get plus one. If a sergeant's by himself, he basically, it's a wash. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that was just, it, it's really tough. Like if you have one guy right there, then all of a sudden the next turn, the gene stealer uh, player plops down three gene stealers, he's toast. Yeah. And I think like I, I went softball and put down two just so you had a chance, <laughs> but it didn't work out. I did not. I, I wanted you to feel the gene stealer rate that you'd been dishing out to us. Uh, so. And it worked. And I think that was even more, that's where I think like John was closer to winning just because like after you beat that guy, I had to slog it all the way across the jungle. I was like, this is so painful. I lose harder. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to enjoy losing. So I think that that was what, what, what would we like modify it by putting? I think we were discussing putting the uh, the, uh, the drop pod in the deck and shuffling it so it's random. So so I think the the best way to do it would be that you shuffle your deck of tiles, you split them in half, mm -hmm. and you shuffle the pod into the bottom half. Yeah, and then you put your top half back on, and then you draw from there. Mm -hmm. um, even then. Yeah, I mean, even I don't think if you just do the simple change of not letting the gene stealers or the lurkers, or whatever, spawn on the draw pod, mm -hmm. then that's the only change you need to make. So now I, I mean, I honestly feel that. I and as the gene stealer player in the game where uh, we we shuffled it in, it actually brought for me an element of oh come on come on come on come on don't be the drop pod don't be the drop pod don't oh, be the wow. drop pod oh yeah because oh, yeah. like, because if, if it had spawned you know like I, obviously if in the initial spawn if it had been like here's the drop pod we would have shuffled it back in and, and gone again because that's mm -hmm. just like and i win hooray but uh 
but yeah, after we got past that initial phase, you know, it could have been any one. So every time you were mm-hmm. exposing something, I was like, oh, don't be the drop pod. Come on, come on. Because yeah. yeah. playing the Gene Steelers, it wasn't super exciting. I mean, there was a yeah. little bit of strategy to it. Like, oh, I guess I'm going to spawn here, here, and here. But because you're so inactive, you as a Gene Steeler player, it looked like you, you don't roll any dice. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't, I mean, you get to decide how the path goes and where your Gene Steelers go, but I guess it's just weird for me to play a game without really interacting with it like that mm-hmm. uh, on on a kind of a, a yeah. mechanic level. Aside from again deciding where the path goes, um, but yeah, I, I still feel if you just did the one thing of don't spawn on the pod, it would be fine. Yeah, I think like um, going to uh, positivisms and and I think the uh, playing as a space marine. I think so. Of all the games that we've played, um, you know, like since they've been rushing us with. With all you know, like uh, uh, Death Bite Undertow and uh, uh, Death Hill Overwatch <laughs> was our accepted term for that. I had to think about it. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so, Calf, uh, Renegades. Um, what else did we, what have we played? Did we do a review on? Was that that? Wasn't Didn't you do the yeah. Titan review? Yeah, we, no, that we was did. Renegades. Yeah, that was the Calf Renegades. Renegades right. This. Oh, I guess I could do the Death from the Skies, but that doesn't really count. Uh, yeah. uh, we got to do the Flyer one at some point. But uh. anyway, <laughs> um, I think that like Calf, Calf, you know, has always been like my top like favorite game uh, that we've played, and I think that there was just so much strategy to it. Uh, uh, Death Kill Underbite um, didn't quite. <laughs> it's going to change every time I say it. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it was fun, but it didn't quite have like the strategy that Calf had. I think this one, from the Space Marines perspective, like the, the Gene Steelers, it was really straightforward. You just rush in and kill stuff, rush in and kill stuff, rush in well, and kill well, stuff. Well, that's all you can do. So, and, I mean. And, and, yeah, so and you have, like, your three turns. You have to, like, pick them, you know, the three actions. But, you know, it's generally, like, you're, you have a, a wad of guys. You throw them at the Space Marines. But I think that, like, as a Space Marine player, there was a lot of strategy. Oh, there, for sure. It was intense, the amount of stuff. I mean, everything you did was really a gamble. And I think that Kalth was a lot of, uh, had that in a lot of ways, but... But this has it more so, you know, like, do you want to take and sacrifice your guy to, like, run up and try to uh, reveal more tiles? I mean, when you do that, it's a gamble. Like, is it going to be a curve or is it going to be a straightaway? And there you go, like, six tiles out of the pile. Or, you know, like, and, and that was that was a blast, oh, I thought. Oh, for sure. I mean, really if you look cool. at the, the first two games we played, um, Dave, you did the Marines in the first one. You kept them pretty bunched together and kind of explored around. Right. Um, my, I played as the Marines next. And my first thing was to kind of spread out and, and try and get rid of as many tiles as possible. Um, I think, like I said, positively, as a Marine player, there is a lot of fun to that. Mm-hmm. It is very hard to win as a Marine player, but the tactic part is super fun. I think my just my issue with the game is that as a two player experience, mm-hmm. it isn't quite as. I think it would be great for like a dad to play with their kid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like if you, well, if you have, the, I hate you, son. I'm going to beat your ass. Jesus. Well, I mean, no, I mean I, I hell, like they're, they're still going to softball it. But as the you know Gene Stealer player, uh-huh, you could very and get crushed. <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of control the direction of the game and the map, and and you know you can kind of talk them through it on that, yeah. and then you can facilitate their fun doing it that way. I just feel it's kind of like two adults doing it. Like we played it for a couple of hours, and I think that was about a half hour too long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by the time we're done, I think we're just kind of like, okay, let's let's keep going. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's do this. I mean, we had a different perspective. Like we weren't necessarily just doing it for fun. You know, like we we started out that way, and I think that. I'm speaking for everybody, I guess. But I think like part of it was, you know, we were also trying to push through to figure out like the the game too. But yeah, the rulebook is very simple, but also very unsimplified at the same time. I felt like there was stuff copyright games workshop. (laughs) (laughs) 
there was there was some stuff that just felt like it wasn't explained very uh-huh. well. Like uh, like the assault was not explained. Give me a stat line across. Like, hey, if this guy's here, this guy's here. I couldn't find that very easily. Oh, kind of like a reference table. A reference yeah. table would be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, nice be. reference table. In fact, just one of those hard bullets. Cards. <laughs> Give me bullets and lists. <laughs> one of those cards from back in the day that used to come with the the rules that would give you the reference oh, yeah, table like yeah. that just one of the card because oh could... back in the day when you had to decide what part of the rhino you were shooting <laughs> always shoot the back man always shoot the back <laughs> oh man well i i think i'm good on lost patrol yeah i, yeah. I think it was a blast i mean it, i think it was, it was really fun um i think like it, it definitely you have to take it with a different perspective than you usually take these games like instead of coming at it like all right it's balanced it's equal who's gonna win you know like let's just play this out and find out like i think with this it's 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 almost like you're playing tetris you know <laughs> like you're, you're gonna lose at some point but you know where you're gonna lose yeah um or you can look I at it like I tetris because <laughs> you don't play <laughs> <laughs> honestly it reminded me of the the uh, the way it is so stacked against the the marine player it reminded me of the, the very first space hulk game oh. you know where you you knew you were dead it didn't, <laughs> it didn't matter uh you just you do the best you can to complete your objective and whatnot and, and move on and you know they had that in tears you you fought each round but it was the gene stealers just popping up randomly i mean yeah. it uh i don't think i ever won as marines in space hulk in the grand scheme of things yeah, it's kind of neat. I, I think I realized this like after I opened the box. I, I texted John this like, you know what? I have three games now where the antagonists are gene stealers. I by default have a gene stealer army. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to get rid of my armies. And for the point, the price point, you get some pretty decent models that you can use in other things. There, it doesn't have any flyer and it's terrible turn it on. Will not turn it. Yeah, zero flyer and does not turn it. I, I'm actually going to make a uh, buy like 60 boxes of Lost Patrol and just make an all scout shotgun wow. army because I want you know when I fired the shotgun stuff died. <laughs> it's really I think for the, honestly for the price point it's 60 bucks. Um, a scout squad is 25. You could buy two of them for 50. Um, I think how much is a Gene Stealer? That's what I'm looking up because I don't think it's that great a deal. It really isn't. <laughs> like this is one of the thing. first ones. Like besides the flyer boxes that are coming out, they usually save like 10 dollars. I think for those. But oh yeah, the really flyer good. where you can get two terrible flyers for factions you don't have for like a five percent saving. Yeah, <laughs> but well, going super positive today. <laughs> but the yeah. cool thing is, I, something I did. This, this is really superficial, and eventually want to paint them over, paint over them anyway. Uh, but what I really dug was that um, the gene stealers, like the plastic, was like what dark blue or is that purple? The old yeah, the dark, the old dark blue yeah. color. Yeah, and then you had like the the marines. The plastic was red, so I thought that was kind of cool. I ended up using my gray ones, but. So wait, 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 wait. What? You're telling me you brought other models that are coming that were that were in the box? It's the exact same sculpts. You're telling me you brought other models and we're not in the box. No wonder okay. we couldn't do it. Did you also did you also bring us some some of those cheaty dice we t- you guys talked about last time where the stuff was weighted to different sides? Yeah, which which is no, that Dave's levels? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna turn him down. Hold on. I'm gonna Fox News you. It's, uh, okay, so eight gene stealers are thirty dollars. So twelve that you get in the box. So oh. forty five dollars, okay. twenty five dollars, guys. So it's, yeah, about ten dollars saving. Okay, so all right, and you get three dice for free. Yeah, it's, it's the <laughs> dice that really make it. It's the green um, dice. The, I mean, the components are really good. Yeah. I had fun with it. It was yeah. good. Yeah, just you have to prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. Prepare yourself that if you're the marine, you will die. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I read online someone had mentioned that if you can't get a copy of the game, um, just have a friend put a burlap sack over your head and beat you, <laughs> <laughs> because that is a very similar. 
Um, <clears throat> okay, so we're going to take uh, another quick break, and then we'll be right back with a returning old favorite. Oh. I'm so excited. Oh, Is it? That's just eBay prices, right? I've had like two people ask me why it's not been on recently. <laughs> oh, thank God. I was yeah. I was afraid when I was coming on, Ted told me that I had to be naked, and I was afraid it was time for me to be naked. Well, mm, Ted and I are. Butt yeah. stuff. <laughs> right back. Man, ladies kept checking their drinks. Thanks, Bill Cosby. Hey, buddy. Have you tried chocolate? It's a natural aphrodisiac that doesn't trigger any of the FBI's chemical tests. Wow. Thanks, guy. Where are you going? To the grocery store. Chocolate for that special lady that doesn't know she's special. Yet. <laughs> and that's the play button. Oh, man, what's this? N- new non-copyright infringing music for eBay prices, right? This is what? nothing like prices, right? <laughs> I, I honestly feel like uh, I should just order a stripper and go on up to the room. Yeah. I just I came do, in on the uh, dusty trail. Right before somebody gets in a shootout. <laughs> I had to turn it up a little bit to dry out Ted's negativity there. Uh, <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> Well, I know it's usually the other way around, but here we go. Of course, eBay Price is Right, the uh, number one online podcast-based version of Price is Right relating to Warhammer. <laughs> so, I don't think anybody it does is my, it. It's my favorite, actually, out of all yeah? of the online uh, Warhammer 40K podcast-based <laughs> game shows. It's my favorite. We are number one. So we are talking about, obviously, Lost Patrol today. Uh-huh. We're talking about Scouts. Oh. Um, but Uh-oh. for our topic, <laughs> for, for our topic for today's eBay Price is Right, um, from our Lost Patrol, we are looking at out-of-print Warhammer 40,000 miniatures. Oh. Ooh. So, because, you know, they're lost miniatures. They're, they're oh. lost to time. Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah, see, it's, it's pretty <laughs> clever. Um, <clears throat> the death world of eBay. All of my prices do not include shipping this time. It is okay. all base. It is all in U.S. dollars, so no crazy asking about... Um, other country money okay australian dollars um <laughs> so yeah let's just jump right on in here i have a necromunda 40k bounty hunter uh this is the dude with the uh cyber arm holding a chainsword a lasgan up in there kind of uh, look like rambo with a with a mohawk or no not mohawk 12 12 Okay. Oh, what? What? Were you going to say 12? Were you going to say 12, Dave? Do we got to buzz in? You have to buzz yeah, in. you got to buzz in. <laughs> Are we uh, closest without going over? Yeah. Actually? 1201, please. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be this kind of game. Oh, are you looking at the notes? No. Look at the notes. Oh, no. I no. live on eBay. I work throughout my day. I spend at least four hours on eBay. Well, then you suck ass because it was actually $10. Oh. <laughs> $10. What? Uh, which, well, it wasn't the best Bounty Hunter model, to be honest. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, it was, there, there were some better ones out there, but that's okay. Uh, all right, let's move on here to. <laughs> just just en- no, I'm just enjoying the music. Um, <laughs> uh, a Kalexis Assassin, the outer print metal Kalexis Assassin. Oh wow! Uh, I get to go first on this one, right? And you got to buzz no. in. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that that was Dave buzzing in. Thank all right, you. Go for it. Uh, you guys, you want, can I buzz in with Ted's name? I'm gonna buzz Ted. in now. The outer print assassin. Yes. Regular standard model, just a regular base. God damn it, you already buzzed. Say this before you buzz. Sorry. (laughs) I I didn't know if I had to buzz at first. I was like, but yeah, you just buzzed. I will clarify a regular assassin model unpainted and unassembled. Uh, I'm going to go actually just go $10. Okay. 20. Yeah, just 20. Bearing in mind that the brand new plastic one is 25. Is it 25? So around there, yeah. Uh, Not that I want to wow, change you at all. Or, but, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It feels like some coerced, right, some, uh, some can- canoodling. In 20? No. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Uh, Dave, you were you were right. It was exactly ten dollars. Whoa! Yo. Oh, he gets a bonus <laughs> point for being a dick. No. Right. Um, well, then I am living in bonus points. <laughs> all right, guys, we got all a... over your face. <laughs> Put the bonus point all over. G. <laughs> we got ourselves some GWWH40K set of official Necromunda magazines, issues number one through six. Oh. Six bucks. Six bucks. Bzz, I. Uh, Necromunda magazines, and they gotta be going. I'm, I actually want to go like eight ninety nine or something like that. Eight ninety nine. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Dave, oh, eighty five. <laughs> you won without going over. It was thirty dollars. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Is that that's actual? That's just what they're selling for. Not, no, no, not no. What this is all. This for? is all sold, sold yeah. items. I ask that every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daddy's got a bunch of Necromunda magazine. He's getting ready to offload on eBay. <laughs> All right. So. Buy yourself a ham sandwich. <laughs> Man, it's really quiet now. I don't, I don't like yeah. it. Play the music again. This, really <laughs> there we go. There, there we go. Woo. All right. Item number three. A Dark Angels Samael number one metal well-painted Warhammer 40K Space Marine ellipses. What? Is, is it the... Uh, oh, the... The jet bike version, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize he was out of print. He out of print? Well, the, there's another one. The, the, originally, it was a plastic and metal uh, speeder. Oh, okay. I think I have some parts from it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah, the uh, jet bike version. Okay. Uh, now, bear in mind, this is eBay, and it is down as well-painted. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Not pro-painted, huh? Right. Damn. I'm going to actually say $35. $35 for Dave. Oh. Uh, um, what do they go for normally? Probably about that, right? But you gotta uh, twenty. <laughs> uh, Dave, you were closest. Uh, Damn it! I was hoping it was you were too high. Ninety-eight dollars. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I gotta see the picture of this. Wait, wait. Is it now, that is well the, painted? Yeah, no, I gotta see it's, this it's, too. Oh, really? That's like double. Won't see right. Shit, no. I was I was given an extra. Right there. It's not that well painted. Let me see Hold the. On, bring, it, bring it closer. Ted is okay. pulling the iPad closer to him to more I'm examine. Just, I'm sorry, it's I okay. Mean, it's okay. Okay, first off, it's out of, how, how long mean, ago the, was well, how long ago was it painted? You can see the raccooning from the wash on the cape. The wait, the what raccooning? Raccoon, like raccoon eyes, like where it uh, gets darker around the edges, uh, where the wash didn't cover. So oh. it looked like you elitist painting motherfucker. <laughs> You know what? I, I'm actually going to give credit to that. I think that is actually a fairly well painted based on it's how it's not a hundred dollar model though. No, no. It's not. <laughs> well, I mean that's a work of art, and you're paying for the art. <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> All right, we are halfway through here. Tad. You need to get, sure, my kids crank out art all the time. You need to get every single one right here. Oh, uh, to to win. So okay. I have a war. <laughs> Of course. Uh, a Warhammer Whirlwind out of print Space Marine, uh, but it's missing the missile part of it. It's just the rhino? So it is literally a rhino with a dude in the turret in the back kind of it, poking out, but it doesn't have the arms, it doesn't have the missiles, it's just an old school rhino. It's. Yes. $32. Thank you, Dave. $32. Ted, <laughs> how much would you pay for essentially a rhino with a sunroof? <laughs> 15. 15. Ted, pulling it back. 1999. Oh, play a what? I can't believe that. What? I mean, I could see somebody like wanting to buy it for the old school uh, Rhino. Do you actually like, have that guy's email address? Because just but for the record, I have the oh, is it attachments. Pink? 
It's is it pink? It's it's a red. It oh, is, is a like semi-stripped red. Oh, okay, um, it's more like a salmon. <laughs> the just to describe the the exhausts are cut off. Um, oh, all of the, the uh, old rhinos exhausts are cut off. You gotta actually convert those yeah. yourself these days. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> they never stayed on. Showing show his age. All right, so we're going now. God, now I have to go back. Show a picture of that terrible thing. Um, Oh, no, no, I canceled it out. What happened? One time. Oh, that means I win, then. (laughs) All right, stand up for your nut punch, Ted. (laughs) What nut punch? So, to the backup window. (laughs) (laughs) Technical difficulty. Yeah, so the old rhinos, I actually bought, because of my regular force, is all old-timey-looking models. How many did you get? Six. Six of the old Six of the original rhinos. Oh, man. Including two whirlwinds that I kept the uh, metal parts off without building them. The old I, I might have some old school uh, Razorback. Uh, one old school Razorback turret. You want it? I have three old school Razorbacks uh-huh. turrets not that I'm fan. not using. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I wasn't doing Razorbacks and yeah. Rhinos. And I, again, for most of them, I actually had to convert up uh, okay. pipes on there because they were broken off. Oh. So, All know. right, we're back in business. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> I was getting bored of this conversation. Yeah, I was, I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> so we have... <laughs> Let's talk about butt stuff. Warmaster High Elf Lanceman Elves with command metal... What? What? what, what? We're talking fantasy? Very no, no. rare. Epic fantasy. Out of oh. print times 24. Epic fantasy. Well, it, it came up under the search, so it's, it's in there. Epic fantasy. Warmaster... High Elf Lanceman Elves with Command Metal. Very rare out of print oh, times 24. 25 of them? Oh, 24. 24 of them? So that's five units, right? Yes. No, that's one. What? Because they're rank let's and file. Be, let's be honest. Neither one of us know, so just pick it Well, up. I remember that they, they would use, like, squads went in five, right? And they had to... Oh, no, I don't you're know. thinking of Epic 40K. Yeah. In Warmaster, they were in a straight line. <gasps> they're uh, like a rank right. and file. Wow. Oh, wow. War- okay. Um, yeah, I said... I said epic fantasy. Yeah, I, I was right. I've got an epic it fantasy is. right now. It's that you're going to choose a number so that I can bid <laughs> higher than you. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, you said very, very rare. Was it very rare? Is it? Does it have the asterisk on either side of very nope, rare? And How it is, is that typed out? It is also well not, rare. It's not also capitalized, so it's just regular. It's very rare. Is, is well rare? Not well rare or right, pro that, rare. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Go Dave, it. you farted in. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna actually say, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars for twenty six. Twenty six. One dollar. One dollar was the right answer. <laughs> you can be as yeah. rare as you want to be, but if no one plays your damn game, no one's gonna pay money. Somebody for it. bought it for a dollar. Yes, yeah, someone bought it for a dollar. That's probably because they wanted to chop it up and use it as scenery pieces on like an epic uh, yeah, know, building well, or something. I, uh, my my uh, gene sealers are a little top heavy. I need something to weight them down. <laughs> <laughs> Just melt that down and pour it to the bottom. You'll be good. You know? You'll be good. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> our penultimate, <laughs> penultimate question uh, Warhammer 40K. He's winning by a landslide. <laughs> Orc Gorka Morka Rocket Buggy Vehicle Rare. I yelled at it because it was all in caps. <laughs> Thank you. We're doing that. I went to adjust that level. Sorry, yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> I figured you were too uh, too too busy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are we still playing a game now? No. What's happening? Okay. So Gorka Morka rocket truck, out of package. Nope. No. Oh, not out, out of print. print. Oh, out of print. In box. Oh, I always out of package. So fucking excited for that. Okay. So, so it's assembled. Nope. No. That's nope. still in package. In box. New in box. Oh, nib. Nib. Um. Fuck. Uh, Not in butt. 
<laughs> this is also true. <laughs> 20 bucks. 20 bucks. I'm actually going to say 35. You use way too many words. Ted, you were closest without going over. Oh, oh, I'm not touching you. As, I'm not touching you. <laughs> as it sold for $34.99. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know what those Yeah, but if I'd said $34.99 and hit that right on the nose, you'd have been <laughs> He's screwed. Well, that, that that was it. I enjoyed that. Thank Did we you tie for... or no? Uh, no you I lost s- by one. Yeah, I was gonna say I won yeah. by one because you we had a neither of us got it in the middle, and you had to get them all the even tie. Whoa! Yeah, all sack. yeah, and you, you you guys really overbid on that Warmaster stuff. Uh, <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, that was awful. But yeah, uh, so let's go ahead and take a one more quick break, and we'll be right back. We're gonna talk about scouts. Woo! Now you're I gonna did... have to adjust that level. Fuck! I just googled <laughs> it, so I'm good. <laughs> Man, my old lady is so moody right now. I hate that time of the month. Not me. I buy generic tampons. They clean up all that gross lady stuff, and she's happy because we've saved money. Wow. Generic tampons. I'll have to give those a try. Damn, I can't believe I lost another game. All of my dice are rolling once. Quit the whining, man. You should change your cotton. Another rending hit. Thanks, generic brand tampons. Generic brand tampons. Not just for ladies. For a limited time, send in six applicator sticks for a free dice bag. Red button and the green button mean we're recording. So, Scouts. Hi, Scouts. Yeah. This one they learn to tighten knots. I went to Scout <laughs> Camp all the time. True story. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, but he wasn't a Scout. And I was they, a... they did eventually get a restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was a Cub Scout, then a regular Scout. I didn't equal Scout because uh, I found out about girls. Did they have that in the UK? You know what? Yeah. I it's also... formed in the UK. Was it really? Yeah, that's oh, from there. Yeah, no but Eagle's actually spelled with a U in the middle of it there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... oh, that joke's so bad, it's good. <laughs> uh, I actually am an Eagle Scout. Oh, yeah? Yep. What was your project? And I found out about girls. Uh, I painted a mural for a uh, the Spinard Rec Center, which is no longer the Spinard Rec Center, or maybe it is. Where's the Spinard Rec Center? Right. I mean, exactly. Spinard, yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, it's over by, um, right behind the Spinard Builder Supply. Oh. Oh. It's Weird. Okay. I don't know. But on a more uh, grim, dark view of things, <laughs> okay. uh, child, no, no. <laughs> child abuse, no. Um, <laughs> Space Marine Scouts, the little babbies yeah. of the Space Marine chapters. I don't see them on the table as much as I'd like no. to. No. That's because they're wearing camo cloaks, Ted. Oh. <laughs> also, you can't take them in battle companies. Uh, so. <laughs> That's true. No free rhinos with scouts. Yeah, no free rhinos with scouts. Uh, scout lives matter. <laughs> but, I mean, they're, they're, they're great. And this is kind of stemming off a little bit as well about our discussion about the Ultramarine movie, about you know how much happier we I would have been personally if they started as scouts and then we saw them progress through um the scouts are essentially cheap ass didn't buy the collector's edition you would have been able to see it yeah i know well cheap ass <laughs> it was like cheaper to buy the collector's edition yeah. <laughs> i only found about it after i bought it oh. um but they're you know typically your chapter's 10th company your newbies uh guys were getting kind of the on the job training the, the apprentices mm-hmm. if you will about you know the the 40k universe um I field them on the table pretty regularly when I was playing Marines. Same here. Um, this was before the Never seven scouts. <sighs> before the new so codex. Um, again, when I tried. Oh, back when they were weapon skill, ballistic skill three. Yeah, but not, see now. And I one point more. <laughs> now I try hard and just you know only take it if it comes with a free transport. Um, <laughs> but I always always found them good America. on the table. I always thought they were underestimated by people as well yeah. when you took them. And then also they have access to the Landspeeder Storm, which is like mm, my butter. one of my 
favorite marine vehicles just on looks. It's yeah. just like someone cut up a land speeder and threw some sheet metal in the center. And like, <laughs> it's a bus now. It's, uh, it's like a redneck it's an, uh, yeah, limo. It's an orc. Slammed <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah, the scouts were like, hey, we're going to need to take this back with us. So get out. <laughs> Everybody get in. Well, because all mine's are Imperial Fist too. The two I have that are painted, they're just like little school buses. <laughs> <laughs> little nice. short buses full of scouts. I know. <laughs> we don't have full armor. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, stop biting the cushions. I'll be a marine soon. I'm sorry, that, that's awful. I apologize. Um, Ted, tell, so tell me about scouts. Uh, so I think as we were talking earlier, they they showed up in what '92 during Advanced Space Crusade. Uh, they had blouses later on. It's they a, they were pirate really, shirts. Okay. Yeah. Very Harlequin-esque looking. Pretty hideous. Um, and I think they were led by a sergeant, right? I think a regular space yeah. sergeant. So you had full power armor. Um, uh, hold on, or is just he like was the guy that, that was this? <laughs> oh, so yes. the that, that, that was oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, Dave no, no, is uh, looking well, like well, he, a, had, he, he had, had one hand that was no, a both, peg. He was a he was, was a linear line. He was a linear line. I think he had a peg. No, nope. I'm, I'm certain. I'm going to bring you really <laughs> the sergeant. Still have him? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh man, he's literally standing there pointing pointing up uh, in like a V. Yeah. Just a W with no helmet and a really bad crew cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. It looks like the cover art where he just looks like he, looks he was like holding his gun and his chainsword, and then you got run over by a treadmill <laughs> or a steamroller or something. <laughs> oh, um, get out of the way. But yeah, it, it introduced a whole bunch of scouts in that you know right. wonderful pose there. Yeah. Um, I think it's weird that they were led by power armor though. Yeah. I mean, I can see. I mean, it takes it from like from what scouts that. Well, from what scouts are now, is yeah. there like this little almost advanced force that's recon and super fast and mobile and all that other kind of stuff. And it takes them back to their, you know, like Cub Scout style days where like they have their pack leader. Yeah, that's, yeah. That makes sense to me. They're, you're training him up. You've got a drill sergeant, somebody that knows what he's doing. He's already bound through basic, so that he's kind of makes his armor. It, you know, uh, but I think he like, just doesn't it. know how to point his chainsword forward or his gun <laughs> right. forward. So <laughs> just let me turn sideways. He's so, just I, doing a really bad YMCA. Part of it is that I think the sergeant you know, in the current fluff, the sergeant generally has a, a chainsword, and maybe this this kind of goes to that in a way. But like the sergeant has a chainsword more as like a uh, oath, like a, a, a sign of office that he's closer to becoming a space marine so he gets one better piece of space marine armor and i think that that uh, sergeant i think he had a he had the uh, he had the the shin plates of a power armor and then he had like cloth leggings didn't he from what i remember so and yeah. then he had like the rest the picture of his... you literally just looked at <laughs> yeah that i already googled away from yeah yeah um, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he had like extra like cloth legging and uh so he was like he was on his way he wasn't entirely power armored up so he's almost like he was a uh, tech barbarian, <laughs> but I think like even the cloth though they were saying how like the cloth is made of a um, what was it like ti- titanium carbon alloy like threading material Redu- designed to reduce chafing in groinal regions during <laughs> extended excursions. It didn't work. It excretes, al- <laughs> it excretes alloy, aloe, <laughs> aloe lotion. Oh, I've just googled pictures of scouts. Here's some land speeder storm. Buses, <laughs> short bus, short buses. Um, but no, so the, they came into the game there. I think it was very much more. This was back when when everything was like nineteen eighties metal. Mm. Um, kind of, you know, back to that. Uh, there's always this great picture out there of two ultramarines. Um, walking up to uh, like a gang or graffitiing a wall. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and everyone's the same height, and the Marines uh-huh. just look like they shouldn't literally be able to fit inside the armor unless they're squats. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but like kind of that kind of goofy aesthetic stage uh-huh. uh, that I super liked. 
And, and I think, like, in a way, you know, like, we were talking about uh, Necromunda a while ago and, like, how the Caldor, like, almost looked like a... Um, you know, they look like Bretonians in a way. Like, there, there was always, like, this hearkening back to fantasy. I think that was kind of... You know, that's where, where 40K came from. And so maybe there was, like, these little nods. And so maybe those shirts kind of came from that, too. The Squire. Because that was also part of the fluff, too, is, like, if you don't make... Um, <laughs> if you don't make your make it as a scout, like like you fuck up or you're just your augmentics don't take well, you get injured or whatever, you end up becoming um, like a manservant or a squire. Um, or I mean, if you really fuck up, you become a servitor. I was going to say now <laughs> in the grim dark, they just become servitors. Yeah, but I think they they did talk about that in uh, Beast Rises. I want to say with the um, uh, what was it the. Uh, God, the, the uh, Black Templars. I think there was yeah. there was a guy who was like the head of the ship, but he had tried to become a scout and he had failed, and so they ended up turning him into a. Um, I think he was like yeah, just like the head of the ship or some head manservant or something like that. So, so people don't always make it through. You don't always go from scout to space marine. Yeah, normally you die. Yeah, <laughs> in, in yeah. Grimdark Seventh Edition, you you, you space marine or death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just I really want to see now just kind of like a, a, a bar on some frontier planet. And just, you know, like this, like Clint Eastwood style scout with like half upgrades. Really grizzled. Just yeah. And like someone goes in and robs the place. He's like, you've robbed the wrong bar, son. <laughs> it's just like this really. He pulls down the old dusty sniper rifle off the rack behind him. <laughs> it's like, like no planet. Stardy's pattern. <laughs> <laughs> no planet for old man. Yeah. <laughs> But then not all not, not all scouts are uh, built equally. So the vast majority of them, you have your your uh, Codex of Stardes that says you start out generally. You start out in the tenth company, uh, right? And there's like I think up to ten squads in the tenth company generally, not always. But I think there's some deviation. So if you wanted a scout uh, unit in your aren't like you're, you're part of the third company or something like that, you wanted to get scouts, you go and contact the tenth company. You get your library card. You go and borrow. Check out, you check <laughs> out your scouts. <laughs> they go do the dirty Excuse work. me, sir. This armor had a body in it before (laughs) stamping due dates on scouts behind (laughs) pull out their little card (laughs) oh it looks like third company or fourth company had you before us (laughs) (laughs) the whole company (laughs) this card is a little moist (laughs) nice purity seal (laughs) yo the third company broke his purity seal. for the emperor. <laughs> I think there's, uh, I think there's only two uh, chapters that I know of that have like a variation to this. So you have the space wolves. Uh, space puppies have variations to everything. Yeah. <laughs> they, they hate the Codex of Stardust. Yeah. yeah. So and there's a difference. So and, and who's else is different? Yeah, you said the other two. one is um, the Black Templars. Oh so, yeah, because they they all kind of intermingle. And, right. And so they don't they don't have a tenth company. They straight up don't have a tenth company. Um, instead, they also normally a scout will go through um, their testing. Normally, they'll just have like their testing program that goes on for months as they try to like learn their different augmentics. They, then they go out and be, do scout work. Um, but I think with the Black like, Templars, you know, help old ladies cross the road, <laughs> uh, paint, paint murals in the Spinard wreck house. <laughs> you guys want to buy some uh, Scoutorama tickets? <laughs> and so they, they'll Can't just get my Scoutorama. <laughs> We'll we'll go into it after the show, so you don't then you want to drag it back down to that. (laughs) So uh, yeah, they they just brought him into the squad and they just kind of nurtured them along up until uh, they were ready. And then when they're ready, they they get promoted out. Yeah, Yeah. let's get a sad life. I think one of my like when I was coming back into Warhammer um, from my absence, so I came back in about 2013, 2014. um, 
One of my fa- the first images I saw was uh, an all scout army in a tournament mm. that just auto won a game. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. So back in the edition, you could start everything in reserve, and okay. then it would come in. So there was a guy who was using like a really shitty tactic of keeping all the stuff off the table. Call that mm-hmm. min maxing, right? So he started with nothing. So knowing this, this guy brought an entire army of Space Marine scouts. Mm. And he deploys them, um, but or because nothing else is on the table, he infiltrates them, mm-hmm. and he infiltrates a line all along the enemy's deployment zone. <gasps> oh my god! And because doing that, he couldn't ever come on from reserve, and he auto lost. And it's just one wow. guy, the scout player, leaning down at the table beside his scouts with his thumbs up, <laughs> while the judge and the other player are furiously thumbing through a rulebook behind him. <laughs> that's amazing that is the power of scouts <laughs> uh, I, I want to field some scouts <laughs> yeah no, it doesn't work anymore because you have to have something on the table right. <laughs> um but yeah it's it's fantastic okay. um yeah I, just, I don't have super much to go into for scouts yeah it's well, to go into i mean i think that, I, I don't know i mean that's there's there's a different weapons yeah can you take tactics shotgun oh. scouts anymore yeah yeah, yeah, no one nobody does. does. But I think like with this now, like I'm really curious about this because I think like part of uh, one thing that I used to do with uh, I think we were talking a little bit about the storm and like the the awesome thing about the storm was that it became like this because it's open topped um, and it's fast. You could deep strike with it. Um, you could. Well, up until the FAQ pointed out that we were doing it wrong, um, we were able to jink with it <laughs> and then still fire out with full ballistic skill. Happy days. Um, Happy days. But that became like that became a, a, an amazing weapons platform. Like, you just should drop that thing down. You have 10 guys in there. You oh, rapid party fire. Oh, bus was amazing. Like, 20 shots of bolter love down into people. And it was, yeah, it was amazeballs. So you just got to get in there and eradicate squads. Um, but I'm hoping to uh, kind of do the same thing with the shotguns now. I'm thinking like you know, big ten man block of uh, scouts um, rolling together, old fantasy style, all base to base to base to base. <laughs> put, yeah, exactly. Uh, I only have to paint the first row. <laughs> <laughs> you paint the first row really well, and then it gets gradually worse as it goes right. back. Keep the nice ones on the outside, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you just like run them up. You get your twenty shots. I guess it would be uh, eight plus a pistol um, and then run in and assault and I think you should be able to soften people up this is a theory I, I haven't worked it out I haven't except tried it that yet, you but... gotta hit with the shotguns and you gotta wound with the shotguns yeah. and then they gotta fail their armor saves but so their ballistic skills back up it used to be you, well it kept going back and forth it started out with th- at ballistic skill 3 then it became ballistic skill 4 and then it became ballistic skill 3 now we're back up to ballistic skill 4 so <laughs> their, their hitting isn't that bad and I think yeah. it's strength 4 so, so like still the, two the shots best and can, it's an assault weapon so you can the shoot best you can do something. to shoot at somebody is a three, right? Right. To hit in shooting. Uh, well, with scouts, yeah. No, yeah. I mean in regular. I mean, no, you, just, no, you, just you can hit on two. So you can actually twos. hit on twos and then re-roll if your weapon skill is uh, seven or, or more, uh, six or more, or six or more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which Tau do all the time. Oh, because I do. <laughs> <laughs> all my firewares are now blessed skill eight. <laughs> I don't know. I've never fought against Tau. Yeah, they don't, don't do scare it. me. To be no, honest, just, I'm not afraid of anybody who plays Tau. <laughs> It's not so much the people as the the. It's like orc levels dice for shooting, <laughs> and so, being able to shoot seventy five different things at yeah. once. So, so I'm curious to see that. I'd love to see like big bricks of that. You know, their their save isn't amazing, but you can put camo cloaks if you really want to, um, and that's kind of fun. And I know when like when I play Iron Hands, I get a, a feel no pain on top of it, which doesn't make sense in the fluff, <laughs> but it's awesome. What is always great to me is I love the new models. Like it's an older plastic kit, sure. Yeah. 
Um, but when I got out of the game back in early 2000s, there was the the metal scouts, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the flat mm-hmm. dudes that yeah. we were oh, talking yeah. about yeah. before, and they were great and all. Um, but these new scout packs are, are really super good. I hate the hats. I've always hated the yeah, hats. They look like they've been botoxed. Um, for for all of my scouts, well, actually, a bit. <laughs> apart from my Skype, my sniper scouts, I just made where I couldn't be bothered finding the hats. Uh, um, I used uh, Tempestus Scion hats. Oh, for, for all of the scouts. Yes, and That's it looks it. really, really good. Okay. Um, but I didn't bother doing it with the snipers. I was like, <laughs> oh, my bits box is somewhere. I've moved house since I last Too made scouts. Away. So, yeah. Uh, in the last three years, I haven't built scouts. Mm-hmm. You know, there is an award in the uh, the Gamer's Tale for who who's voted best army, just so you know. What does that have to you, You're talking about the you're you're talking about head like, swaps? Yeah, head swaps. That'll win you. That, that, that's what drives yeah, you, me over you the have, edge. Uh, you, you just didn't care with the scouts. That's the thing. And yeah. on top of that, because of it, you won't hit anything with them. So what's it's true? Okay, so what's or, super? Alternatively, they will be the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> what's super ridiculous for me is thinking about it. Thinking about this unit of sniper scouts that I made um, is that there's a group of up to ten people with sniper rifles hiding in the same bush, shooting at the same target. Of just you know, like the idea yeah. for me for a sniper rifle is it's like a Vindicar assassin. It's a single yeah. guy up in a you know oh, yeah. a, a mailroom building, say in Dallas, and, uh-huh. and also in another location at the same time. And uh, this one here, I just imagine the sergeant being like, "Okay, now we're all going to shoulder our rifles <laughs> and we're going to look down our sights on what do we see." That's right, an orc knob. <laughs> so everyone, and I kind of this like, because there's no good reason why there should be five sniper rifles well, firing. Well, they are guy. just learning. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe you're so, exactly right. It's the uh, rifle squad, a riflery squad from high school. Like, showing up but but now that makes me apply that logic to everything the scouts do. So. <laughs> Like when when that line well when that line storm is flying, you're like okay, Kevin, now we're going to take a left up at this rock here. The, uh, it's got two it's two sets of steering wheel. Yeah, steering colors. It's got that uh, driver on the back. <laughs> so now what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to buy another line speeder storm. I'm going to have to sit a proper marine in the gunner seat next to the driver with a clipboard with a. With a clipboard, <laughs> and put a little, and, and this is for my our UK listeners. Put an L plate on the back of the car or the land speeder, and have them going off there. And yeah, that's uh, that's something I got to do now. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I could easily fit a marine in the front of that. Uh, there's like two bits barn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh great. man. So and then you know after the battle they all sit cross legged around a fire, listening to the sergeant being like, "Now what did we learn today?" That'd be great. We gotta do that. Like afterwards, have like their little uh, s'mores and their marshmallows, and like somebody well, with a ukulele. <laughs> according to Lost Patrol, the scouts became the s'mores. <laughs> oh, Sergeant walking around his power armor, just pinning today's merit badges on you. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. merit purity seals. Merit purity seals. Yeah. This is for shooting on their York ankles. In the nads. <laughs> oh, I almost had a full set. Damn it. <laughs> I just need two more before I get my shoulder pad. <laughs> but I've always been, I mean, and I need to, I've getting more into the fiction side of it. Like I have been recently and then kind of less mm-hmm. into the, no, I kill you. Um, I need to, I, I, I don't know really of any books written from a scout's point of view. Um, it's clear that they all die. Yeah, that would be interesting. And there's got to be something out there. There's got to be something, but like, I only have like eight thousand books. <laughs> I've seen like, and, and, and please, you know, at Nim, oh sorry, at Mob Rules John, 
that's my you know uh, on Twitter. Let me know because I'm missing out on this. Um, I need to read a book from a scout's perspective. I think it would be mm, kind of really fascinating. Interesting. We've all read the bolter porn and the Marines and uh, all this other stuff, but kind of just someone progressing through the ranks and mm. kind of seeing things from that perspective. Is it really the hey? And uh, now we'll take a left at the next light, uh, you know, <laughs> and kind of the 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 sniper drill. Yeah. Um, I'm really now uh, super psyched about having 10 uh, sniper scouts. I was going to do two different squads. Now it's just going to be one oh. so, <laughs> so that everyone is, you know, practicing what's, on the what's same the target. What's the sniper rifle stats uh, on that? What is that? It, it, um, auto pen, instant death or something like that? Oh, yeah, when you, you fire 10 of them at once. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> auto pen, instant death. It's a Titan knocker downer. It's a yeah. strength D um, AP1 weapon. <laughs> They all merge together to vindicate assassin. They all merge together. <laughs> oh. Scouts form Scoutron. Yeah, Johnny, you're the legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be the cock. <laughs> it's just like the emperor. <laughs> he planned it this way. <laughs> you're all part of me. <laughs> Do you think we, there, there's a couple of you know legendary scouts that never really move up out of the scout armor and into yeah, the some, power armor, like Tilion? Um, yeah, Tilion for the Ultramarines. Uh, Nanon or whatever who. Who merged into Tyranid Biomass. <laughs> oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. officially <laughs> ate him. Aww. Well, so let's stop really making that I guess there's one, then. <laughs> but I, I think it's great that there's these characters that are like, you know, they... they I, I, Do they have the chance to go up? And again, this is my ignorance on the fluff on scouts here. And they're like... John, you're being promoted. I can't, sir. I got to teach these guys how to drive a storm. And that's exactly, I think, like uh, Tillion's uh, story. I think, like, he ended up, he just, he stays back and uh, stays a, a scout sergeant forever and ever. It's kind of like that person oh, until he gets like, eaten, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that 40 year uh, Walmart cashier. I mean, yeah, you could move up and stuff, but at the same time, you're quite comfortable where you're at. And it's yeah. the babes. <laughs> you stay like Walmart cashier for the babes <laughs> or the tube tops. I worked in Walmart once. Really? Pussy was everywhere. <laughs> I was beating it off with a stick. You know? No, I've never worked in Walmart. I hope that's true. So do I me, do me a favor. Okay. Is when he said beating it off with a stick, cut off the stick part and add it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Oh. And then also cut out the part of me explaining what to do in order to incriminate. Just, you're just gonna go. I might with, leave that part. I was beating it off. I can just save you right there. Pussy was ever. I was just beating it off. <laughs> so I remember like one part. I can't remember which book it was, but they were talking about. Um, it wasn't talking about scouts' perspective, but I remember they were, they were talking about a scout and they were describing one. And uh, they were saying how his hair was starting to change color. I think he was, like, blonde and his hair was starting to turn black or something. Like, there was, like, a little black swirl. And they'd made mention about, like, how his uh, – the uh, uh, the gene seed was taking root in there and his – you know, so that's kind of going a, through scout puberty right <laughs> yes, there. Yes, exactly. Like, like they're all showering after a mission. It was like your balls. The gene seed is taking root. <laughs> your voice is deeper, and yeah, <laughs> your, your, your balls are gone. <laughs> so, so now all I can imagine. So this this is ruining scouts for me because on top of it being like you know learner driver scouts <laughs> on a store, I now imagine all scouts until the gene seed quote unquote takes hold. Sounding like prepubescent voice. <laughs> Maybe it really is the Can other I way around. Shoot that one, please, sir? <laughs> I think it should be the other way around. Because I mean, the space marines are are eunuchs eventually, right? Like they're they're castrated of some sort, not physically but chemically, <laughs> mentally as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's the other way around. They just uh, hi guys. <laughs> 
And so the voice acting was really bad in the Ultraman movie. Is that what you're saying? It should have been high pitched. Yeah, I'm Chapter Master. Slam it. <laughs> <laughs> chapter Master not getting any. <laughs> Goes right along with the can can't hit shit, right? Yeah, can't exactly. hit shit. Both the carry can't hit shit. He's Plague Lord. Uh, can't uh, hit shit now. Plague Lord uh, Kanthshite. Kanthshite, I think is it's how it's pronounced. <laughs> well, we'll change it each time though, just in case. Yeah. Uh, but I guess that's. Yeah. Scouts? Yeah, that's scouts. That's scouts. I mean, there's got to be a story about the scouts. Have you looked? Uh, have you checked out any? Oh, I've down? done. I mean, and this might shock no, people who are me, listening right now. I've done literally no research in, into the matter. <laughs> like literally. Oh. No, well, not not research wise. But do you own a bunch of the uh, short story? No books. No. See, that's... I've only recently started going crazy and buying buying stuff. You only recently started going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying a lot of black library novels. I believe the drunken eBay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's more <laughs> dangerous than a guy with his annual sales bonus and an eBay and a few beers? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more dangerous maybe other. Take Apart from maybe a nice. friend who sends eBay links oh. at <laughs> two in the morning. Thanks, Tata. Yeah, thanks, Tata. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll uh, come right on back. We'll wrap it up and then uh, we're, we, we out. Gynecomastia is a myth, and so is gout. Ever met somebody with gout? I thought so. Why do we know much about these? Because we are soy. It is our job to know about your body. What we do know is, soy is a complete protein that can replace animal protein. It is a great dietary fiber, and can reduce your LDL and triglycerides. We also know that if you develop man boobs, it is not our fault. It is your dad's. Soy milk. It's not as bad as they say. Okay, so we're back. Uh, just wrapping it up here, real quick. Um, real quick, I just wanted what? to shout Uh-oh. out. Real, uh, I just wanted to shout out to Peter over at NGC 40K. Oh, <gasps> oh shit! Oh man, he's he's oh. bringing it on Twitter. Yeah, uh, he's gone to Mob Rules John. Uh, Mob Rules John. Uh, with the hashtag ready to rumble, which I corrected from the properly spelled word <laughs> to a number because that's cooler, yo. Yeah. Uh, our <sighs> our mighty ladder match coming up at TBD, <laughs> the worst possible time. And I just want people to know that I'm going to break Peter. I'm going to break his what? narrative gaming. He will bring an unfluffy army list to win so that... Is he really? I don't make him. He's not going to okay. have a choice. Oh, in the true battle between tryhardness and narrative. Oh, ready to rumble. This isn't as exciting as I thought it would be. Music wise, let me just yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, no, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, we've posted pictures of our various trainings of getting ready. Um, me wearing my best sweatbands uh, mm-hmm. while painting a scout. <laughs> uh, Peter playing uh, rock and sop and robots by himself, which is not a good test of skill, Peter, from NGC 40K. Especially if you lose. Yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's been very fun. We've been trading barbs and, and exchanges on that there. Oh, so yeah, check great. out uh, NGC 40K uh, for, for narrative information. Less dick jokes, but narrative information. Well, you know, maybe, I don't know. So maybe, when are you playing this game? Oh, uh, TBD. Hey, hey, Peter. He lives over in the Peter? East Coast. Let, let's do a cross-recording when we uh, LVO it. Yeah. I, th- I think it's important. We'll yeah. bring some share mics and some and some, and some uh, some wires. I'll You'll- pack up my wires in my box. Yeah. The only yeah. thing you have to watch out for, Peter, is that if you uh, lean down across the table and then come back up looking at John, he will have the bird flying at you. <laughs> It's rude. It's yeah. rude, and it was very fun. Yeah. Luckily, Phil's a great guy and took it the right way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been it for 28 of Mob Rules, talking about uh, Lost Patrol and Scouts. 
Goodbye, Scouts. Goodbye, Scouts. Um, what do we have coming up? A TBD. Uh, yeah. I want to thank everyone for downloading the mini so we did last week. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun talking about fluff and our, our personal fluff for armies right now. Um, we'll probably mm. keep that going for a little bit and, for... until uh, <laughs> we decide not to. Um, it's just really nice, simple, easy things to do. We might, I think, go into the world we're on next time. Oh, yeah, we, we should have figured that for you. Yeah. Well, so, Are you going to do it? Yeah. It's already named but, right here on the paper. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I named it already. Oh, does that mean I have to read that? took them away God. from us. Bloody hell. Um, Dave, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I like that br- uh, brother random name. <laughs> uh, I believe it's pronounced random name. Yeah, it's uh, uh, French. Dave, thanks for joining us today to, to play some Lost Patrol, talk about scouts, all that other kind of fun stuff. It was great. Yeah. It's good to see you. And yeah. yeah. Ted, th- thanks a lot for, for coming by again as well. <laughs> Showing up. <laughs> yeah. And so, John, thank you for the pitas. Hey, yeah, all, always, always. And, Good and, pitas. And the and the, the nice bedroom eyes. Yeah. You're that welcome. I stare into Aww. every other week. I didn't get any bedroom eyes. Yeah. Well, you're not sitting directly opposite me, so I can. <laughs> we, we changed the setup a little bit today, otherwise we would. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, I've been John. All right. And Ted. And we will Didn't see we you next time. All right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at themob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks.